Marshall Grant's a single boon, but should he lose? Banished. Yes. Understood. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't get banished. Welcome back, Consciousness. I'm Garrett. I've been awake for too long. It's up till 2 a.m. last night when all was said and done. Here with my buddy that kept me up way too late. Like an enabling nerd friend that just says, keep saying one more game when you're trying to play Smash Brothers, but you're like, I'm done. I've beaten you enough times. Or maybe you've beaten me enough times. And they're like, no, you just gotta go. You just gotta go one more time. That person, that enabler, that reason for my lack of sleep. Kyle Ferguson is here. <laughs> I feel like I'm a special guest on my own show. Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. I, I mean, it is kind of nefarious as I am Pacific Coast and... You know, had three hours on you last night for we our. We did our best, man. We tried. Stream. We started early. Yeah, we we did our best. We did our best. Oh, but yeah, yeah. We uh, we did a big mega stream yesterday on our main YouTube channel because uh, over in the in our ongoing game project of Final Fantasy fourteen, we finished Stormblood yesterday and entered Shadowbringers. We are into the second to most current. Expansion, and uh, it was about a nine-hour stream, all said and done. There's streamers who do that every day. Grats on your resilience. You know, it's, it's not practice, right? It's not a practice thing that we do all the time. So it was busy. It was it was a crazy ride. Certainly the biggest stream I've ever done by a huge, huge amounts. Oh God, yeah, yeah. It was. Um... Not even close to anything I've ever been on it. Like, dude, we streamed from BlizzCon, and it's like, man, no one cared. <laughs> no, I think I got to 400 people streaming live from the show floor uh, with, the, you know, their rig and their setup and, you know, even, like, launcher announcements for that. Granted, there's a lot going on. There yeah. was a lot of streams going on. I believe I was sitting next to Kendrick at the time, too, who was streaming. Like, uh, you know, it, it, was, it was busy. It was busy. Yeah, it was a lot. It was, it was, it was wild last night, man. Um, uh, had just like I was poor Katie just trying to sleep and I'm just like going off about how awesome everything was. And, and I just did like, there's, there's something about finding new success when you're doing something for over a decade. <laughs> sure. We started yeah. making stuff together in 2010 and, um, and, and yeah, the new, the new YouTube stuff is just, uh, it's just popping off and it's super humbling and uh, I still am like, I, there are times where like when I'm in it with you, it, you know, it's just like, I'm just hanging out with my friend and thousands of our closest friends on the internet. Um, where it's like in the process of doing it, it's like, yeah, I'm just go and do my thing. Let's play some games, hang out with my buddy, talk to chat. But then like, I don't know, there's moments afterwards where I'm just like, holy crap, I can't believe how many people showed up for that. There's a, there's a, a, a dissonance that, that happens that I become aware of and, and it, yeah, it freaks me out a little bit in a good way, but it's it's nutty. Yeah, it, it's a the weirdest thing about it is it's a project that we've done before in many ways. Like we did edited 
dungeon runs for YouTube for what was that? That was a Legion. We had a whole sort of YouTube project going on there where we were recording. We had a full five stack. We would go in, we would stream, we would. Uh, Kristen and I did old dungeon review kind of streams where we would do two man, two gnome, actually. Uh, we would do we would two gnome <laughs> dungeons. We'd get like two levels ahead of, you know, like um, what, the dead mines and stuff, and then solo it, as it were, like, yeah, together. So duo it. All, a lot of what we do on Grinding Gear has been done for World of Warcraft or in other ways through various YouTube projects. So it's it's fun to see those same ideas that I did think were good and really enjoyed making. Catch some wave. Yeah, it's fair. It's, it's awesome. I, this is also the longest we've stuck with anything like that on top of that, too. Um, we've been really it's encouraging. It. There's encouragement for the project, yes, right? Like, yes, that's, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah, you know, we've been doing two streams a week, not counting the podcast stream, uh, and you know, the odd bonus stream here and there. Uh, every Monday, every Thursday, video release every Wednesday, and now, uh, podcast every Thursday. Usually, we moved this this week. So yeah, it's just been it's been nuts. It's such a it's such a cool project. I've been having so much fun, man. It's I don't know, like like to be like to level with you. I've like I, there was a moment where I was kind of feeling like my content game was over. There were that, those those thoughts entered my mind at times. Like, oh, I've been at this a long time. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time for something new. I didn't know what that was, but you know, I was, I was doing a lot of soul searching the last couple of years, and boy, I um, y'all made me so hungry. <laughs> Like, all I want to do is work on the YouTube stuff now. It's like, I just want to throw myself into it. I want to find ways to find more time for it because I'm just having such a good time with it. YouTube also enables that quite a bit more than Twitch. I I find a lot of Twitch's practices predatory. You know, their achievement list instead of stats. Their congrats, you did it. Kind of like fireworks they have go off in your launcher, your sort of uh, studio, I think they call it. A lot of it is based around getting you to stream raw hours rather than actually marketing yourself and exploring how to improve your product. And YouTube gives you those tools. Now, of course, YouTube has its own issues, and uh, many of us have become more aware of that in the last year. But YouTube wants you to succeed, whereas Twitch doesn't really need you. And so you kind of you feel like you get lost in the crowd and so it's been very rewarding to head over that direction. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I have no doubt about that, man. You know, there were a lot of shows that you have recently uh, put to bed. And, of course, this show was birthed from the ashes. Maybe a little aggressive, but I like the Phoenix analogy. That's exactly of, how I would describe it. I don't think it's aggressive here's at all. The storm. I, think it's, I think it's a little uh, a little accurate. That's what I think. Yeah, it's just there's a lot going on. You do something for long enough, um, and, yeah, it takes different forms and whatnot but i still consider everything we're doing as a as an extension of what we started doing with our our starcraft podcast back in 2010 uh because working with you it doesn't feel all that different it's more time consuming because we're video editing but yeah editing video takes so much more time oh yeah 100 uh, but, but dude yeah in, in a <laughs> weird way it's like i was barely of legal drinking age when we started doing this and now i'm in my 30s and it's just like well, it kind of feels the same. I often think of that interview we did with DJ Wheat back in the StarCast days. He said 10 years that he had to 
grind it out, you know, doing, wasn't Justin TV, right? That he was doing shows on way like back when. Yeah. Like esports coverage talk shows with, you know, that webcam that was available in 2010 or so. He was having at it. And he was even telling us on that show, 10 years, you got to put in your 10 years. Granted, you know, for me, if for us, you know, in this department, 12, but still, still very exciting stuff. And it's great to, you know, have the show to talk about games in general. It's, it's just healthy. I, I like lots of different games. I like talking about lots of different games. I like talking about, um, about shows, uh, which you may have heard a clip at the top of the show about what we might be doing for our patrons special episode this week. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I do kind of want to get a spoiler-free gut check from you at the top of the show, but um, we will. We'll, <laughs> we did both watch uh, the first two episodes of Rings of Power. We are recording this on Friday, so it's a little weird because a new episode came out today, but we haven't had a chance to watch it. Um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a off the cuff conversation after the show that we'll put up for our patrons over at supporterbromance.com uh, that will be spoilerific. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean it's. Um, you and I have been known to enjoy fantasy themed fiction from time mm-hmm. to time. You know, it's a mild interest of ours. Uh, so this, this, this has some, this, this was a, you know, mildly on radars. <laughs> right. <laughs> to say the yes. least. Yes. Um, so yeah, no, like without getting into specifics, uh, I, w- I just like, like, uh, the, the smell test. How did, did you like it or did you not Kyle? Oh, oh, okay. I'm I'm really bad at this. I'm I'm bad at you know being judging spoiler free because my spoiler free is different than other people's. Am I allowed to say like there was two episodes I watched? I didn't say had to watch. I did say watched. <laughs> Am I able to address which episode is which? You, I mean, you can say you watched the first episode and the second episode, and you could say if you liked one and didn't like the other. That's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, the, the first episode was like watching. Five Marvel movies start very poorly. <laughs> I think of all it's like if I took the first 10 minutes of every single Wolverine movie that was ever made and had to watch just the introduction. And one of them was good. Only one of them. <laughs> the second episode actually had things happen in it. And I enjoyed that. I found myself putting away like Slay the Spire on the main screen being like, oh, what's up? What's up? Oh, I'm watching this. I like they were so put off by the first one. You're like, I'm going to play a game while I watch the second one. Yeah, I am not a second monitor kind of guy. When I do things, I do them and I invest. You know, I I enjoy sitting by the window at night with a small candle and that's it. Like you just sit there and enjoy the silence in the D&D book. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm very, you know, I'm very kind of set up in that way. I like building little forts, uh, nesting, you know, some call it like I feel you really kind of yeah, getting set up. And this is my night. But I was not prepared to enter episode two with that sort of focus and energy. And I found myself enjoying it. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I did, I, I didn't, I wasn't as down on episode one as you were, but I didn't, I wasn't over the moon with it. I was over the moon with the production. I think, um, I think it's the most beautiful show I've maybe ever seen. Like, I'm trying to think of other live action shows, and I struggle to think of one right now that looks better than this show. You're more in the TV sphere. So, you, it is a it is a tv show (laughs) right it's like people who play you know uh, mobile games you know yeah you have a perspective and when a good mobile game comes out you go oh this is good and and then you tell your pc friends or your console friends and they go oh this is crap and i throw it in the trash and they just can't stop insulting how awful it is or how predatory it is and they're like 
this is like this is good. This is like above par for the course. So I hate camera one, camera two. There's like a, a beautiful vista, and then uh, your face, uh, your face, uh, your face for this like the next. It, it's, it's it's like everyone does it. Literally, everyone. go go watch go watch good movies. I know everyone does it. That doesn't make it excusable. It happens go watch. in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I can think of Aragorn and what's her face talking in Elvish in the forest. Then it's got to bring up the most boring part of Lord of the Rings. It doesn't matter. So. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm right. That's all that matters. There is momentum that can be carried. <laughs> Walk up the hill while you talk like people do. If do you, you fu- if you are gonna- you're fighting, <laughs> unless you are having an active couples battle in a grocery store or something, there is a rare time when you stop moving when you have stuff to do. And walking up a hill, yeah, it's different when like Frodo's falling down exhausted. Like then we need to stop because Frodo's exhausted. There's a reason to stop. The I can camera. think of so many times in the Lord of the Rings trilogy where they are talking and not moving. I I know, I know. That has to do with delivery. That is better, you know, better yeah, no, actors. No, it's perhaps, okay. So. I've now figured it out. I now know why you you don't like almost anything, and it's because uh, uh, it's cheaply produced. You are turned off by a common camera tactic that is in everything. Yeah, well, it's cheaply produced. It's just, it's cut, cut this down. However many episodes you got, Kyle, our YouTube videos are cheaply produced. <laughs> it's true. There's a uh, limit I'm, to what no, I'm aware. To I'm aware. Like I, humans I, I was, get accomplished on a budget. I was aware of the, you know, like watching the very first scene. I was like, oh yeah, they did this so they could screw up their lines just like we do on on our videos. Like, <laughs> they, they, you know, even like Galadriel could be holding a sign up to her brother and being like, hey, read off this. Like, you know, it, it's cheap to produce. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but I'm not going to like go on Twitter and be like, wow, I'm so blown away, everybody. I've never seen anything like this before. Because I have. Rogue One, it's just endless movies do this. Just keep it going. Do stuff. <laughs> Show me things. Now, now, now I'm, I'm, now I'm, now you brought up I'm science gaining. fiction. I'm like, Kyle, you traveled by ship. You can't like, what are you going to do? Just take laps around the bridge. Like, <laughs> I'm gaining energy. Well, Kyle only likes uh, medical dramas where they can walk around hallways nonstop. I was going to go with West Wing, but yes. Oh, like oh Aaron Sorkin. Okay. You're, you're Aaron Sorkin energy. or bust. That Kyle wants to walk and talk or get out of here. It's showing me something. It's showing momentum. It's laying out the world. I, I, now, now I'll start to get into So let's move on. We'll keep the, we'll keep the spoiler. I'm actually going to stop playing here doing. and agree that I, I, am a, I do like a walk and talk. I don't care that it's an overused thing that's easily made fun of. I enjoy the walk and talk. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Oh, issue, man. But I, yeah. I understand anyway, uh, cheap production. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I didn't think the first episode was amazing or anything. I, I liked it well enough. Um, and you know me, I can, I can, I can forgive a lot if, if I, if I think you put in enough effort in how things look. And I think they definitely put enough effort into how things look in this show. So I just enjoyed looking at the first episode, even though I will admit I was bored. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it jumped around a little too much. Uh, I, I would have liked something a little more akin to like Game of Thrones did it smart with that first episode. They just they focus on Winterfell and and the Starks. Oh my and god! We don't need to jump around. Game of Thrones gradually expanded their world to the point where we, the audience, then got used to the fact that all right, we're gonna hop continents at a breakneck pace, and we're just gonna expect you to keep up at this point. And even though I am familiar with Middle Earth, I'm not that familiar. I'm not that big of a 
of a Tolkien nut. I didn't didn't read the books. I I can't read Tolkien. I think it's boring. Sorry. Sorry, nerds. Sorry. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The language is very flowery and it is tough to digest for even a seasoned reader. Yeah, which I wasn't when I tried getting into it. I've never been much of a reader until my adult life, but uh, yeah, I can't I can't do it. I can't get into Tolkien. I've tried so many times. I tried so many, very, very many times because I love, I love Lord of the Rings trilogy, man. It's probably second only to Star Wars for movies I've watched the most. Um, I really the 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 fight in Clerks too. I, I don't I don't hold with that. There there does not exist people that love Star Wars and hate Lord of the Rings and vice versa. It's very normal to love both. Oh, a Clerks is a movie. Okay, yeah. I, I thought there was a fight in Clerks too. I'm like, I don't remember that being an action film. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's been a long time. Kevin Smith dialogue is two nerds fight about what's better, Lord of the Rings or Star Wars, and I'm just sitting there being like, this is humorous, but this is this is a really unrealistic fight. I love both. you're doing like you you gotta see Clerks too, man. The fight in it, it's unreal. You know, take <laughs> take whatever I've said about uh uh ah shit the the lawyer. The blind lawyer who fights with his useless friends. Daredevil. Daredevil. Whatever I I said about Daredevil. (laughs) I I hate, I hated how useless his friends were. They're lawyers. He's an, he's an insanely competent man surrounded by characters. No, and uh, uh, the the assistant, she's a really good investigator. She uncovers all kinds of shit that legitimately like helps episode him. episode three. And then he, uh, we've been over this. I'm not going to, you're, okay. you're just wrong. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Daredevil's one of my favorite TV shows ever. I'm with Mac in chat saying Foggy's fine. And yeah, I'll, okay, I'm not going to super go to bat for Foggy. I think he is uh, questionably helpful at best. But everyone else, I love his little cast of characters. They, he's, he's, got a, he's got a healer, but she's a, a an ER like medic. It's perfect. It's exactly what that character needs. Oh, well, that's fair. You know, he's, he's, I don't remember much. I quit after <laughs> episode two, so oh. I can only fight so far. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, why? I didn't like it. Why, oh. why would I keep going? Oh. Anyway, <laughs> there's, this, there's this beautiful Zen thing called don't watch and play things you don't already like. Like <laughs> it, it's it's being realized on YouTube now, which is, is healthy. Like there's a lot of people who are starting to put together certain content creators like certain things. So mm. when they review a game they don't like, that's now for laughs. Like you can put that in the laughs category. They're not being serious. They are aware. Hopefully they're aware they're playing a game that they, they don't actually like. You know, sometimes I understand in content creation, you put a week into a game and you go, well, crap, you know, let's make a video about it, even if I didn't like it. And, oh, I, I love that's what comes I out. I really enjoy watching reviews from people that legitimately hate things. I do find that pretty amusing. But, but that's the character. You go into them expecting that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I watch a ton. I personally watch a ton of Red Letter Media and they just if they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. And. I've never watched anything they like, I don't think. Oh, really? Don't think you, you, don't, you don't watch the like. review series, which is like almost exclusively things they like because uh, it's stuff they're revisiting on purpose. Uh, so it's hmm. kind of it's kind of fun. But no, no, not half of the bag. They, they like plenty of movies. They, they, they always take the piss out of it, like no matter what. But but they, they like plenty of movies. Um, but yeah, I like those guys. They, they make you want to talk about high effort YouTube content. Although, again, it's uh, camera one, camera two. So Kyle probably never watched another Red Letter Media ever again. 
<laughs> no, it's about when there's beautiful fireworks in a forest and you cut it out so you can show me your face. I've seen too many times. I'm aware of what you look like. Show the set. <laughs> Honestly, I think you just talk too long is all that's wrong. You know, I've got no problem with us seeing some faces. You just I'm, talk too I much. I mean, if you want to have a conversation on a future episode about things are too bloated and need to be shorter, I am with you. I okay. am with you. Let's the the runtime is too damn long. We're we're getting there, things. you know. A lot of things demand attention, and I think we need to go back to maybe not like fifteen minutes, like you know, Yu Gi Oh was on Fox Kids because they got to put fifteen minutes of ads in there. But you know, let's let's bring it down a little bit. Particularly when you made four different movies and then you cut them together to make a TV show. There was a tweet that went viral, I think yesterday, uh, that got a lot of people talking about how the original Men in Black is a 90-minute movie. And it just feels tight and expansive at the same time. And Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Men in Black 2 is even shorter. Wait, what? I don't, I don't, I don't like Men in Black 2. I know. No, no, people do not. But I'm just saying, like, if we're gonna if we're going to flatter... The runtime here, Men in Black, is an hour and 28 minutes. So it's technically even a tighter project. Oh, so, wait. So then what were they talking about? Well, they're probably talking about Men in Black, which is also a pretty short movie. Mm. Well, hour and 20 minutes is... Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, sorry. I was thinking 120. That's two hours. Never mind. Ignore me. Yes. I'm not saying all short things are good. I'm just saying that good (laughs) things can be short. That's... Let's... We we learned the wrong lesson from the Lord of the Rings trilogy, Kyle. Lord of the Rings came out, was long because it needed to be, was wonderful, beautiful, a near-perfect film experience, won all the Oscars, and then everyone else went, you want to take Harry Potter and cut that book in half and make two movies out of it? And you're just like, oh, no, don't do that. Stop it. There are not good scenes in the extended edition. Like, there are straight-up bad scenes they put back in. But we were already invested. And to, you know, that's like a video game saying, hey, new exclusive levels. And like, you know, the, the fish are now pink instead and they attack you. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, OK, like, oh, yeah, I get you made like a randomized something or, you know, this, this will keep me playing for yeah. a time. And you're already happy because that's not the core game. That's not what you originally came for. Mm. Well, nonetheless, somehow we got into this debate and I haven't even said that uh, I rather enjoyed the second episode of Rings of Power. And I I'm. Surprised how much I'm enjoying the other fantasy show right now, which is uh, House of the Dragon. But after the second episode of Rings of Power, I think I'm more invested in that show than than House of the Dragon. And I am still enjoying House of the Dragon. So I quite liked the second episode of Rings of Power. How many episodes have you digested of the Game of Thrones show? Uh, There's only been three, and I've seen all three. Okay. I think there's only been three. Maybe maybe four. I'm I'm up to date. New episode comes out this Sunday. I've seen everything up to this point. Uh, There was... There was some fun action in the most recent episode. Um, I'm also just enjoying... There's a lot of dragons in House of the Dragon, which hopefully I'm rather enjoying. Hopefully. <laughs> one could... I, I've been... I've just been nose, nose to the grindstone with uh, computer troubles since last week. Oh, like, That's been my dude. big story. Yeah, man. You did... How long were you on stream for? You fired up what was supposed to just be a short test stream and you went for hours, right? Yeah, I don't remember. I ended up hiding it. So, you know, this is a super secret stream that only those who are present will ever see. Because, you know, I was flashing up, you know, my system information. I think I did pretty well. But, you know, just in case, like, my ISP, you know, showed for a hot second. 
you know, just being safe in there. So it'll be in the ether. No one will ever know. Well, what was the runtime on this guy? Okay, two hours and a half. So last week, in fact, two weeks ago, you may have heard the show, and it was deeply chaotic as we had lots and lots of starts and starts to my internet. And we were all theorizing it was an overheat, like my computer was overheating. So I go into our Discord, you know, all right, we got fabulous people in there. And I post my stats and everyone goes, oh, Kyle, <laughs> what is this computer you're using? I was like, well, what's wrong? What's wrong with it? Coming from here is the storm content creation, right? Where cores don't matter. And I have to run a second computer to even process the stream because it overloads CPU. It's an unoptimized game. Here's the storm did not make take advantage of GPU much at all. So I get on there, show it off my computer. I'm like, hey, you know, anyone have any ideas here? What could be wrong? And the majority of answers at first were like, well, the build's six years old with uh, nine-year-old parts. You know, it says here that your RAM and motherboard was invented in 2013. Your computer might be old. It's granted. Granted. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see if we can fix this. So what we ended up deciding was that it was an overheat issue. So I ended up, I grabbed my computer. I took it out to the living room. I put on some anime. I deconstructed the whole thing. Got my little can of air, you know, and I was getting in there with my my little computer safe wipes, you know, just a de-dusting. You're doing this on stream? While the computer's running? No, that's impossible. No, this was this was before. This oh. was the before time. This was okay. like Friday night. All right, gotcha. That gotcha. I'm doing all this. Keep telling your story. I'll be right back. I got to let the cat out. I closed the door and he's, I, I locked Dexter in here. I'm so sorry. Sure. I'll just, I'll keep, wait, then you won't know my, you won't know my story when it comes back. All right. Well, I'll give him a refresher. I'll just keep talking. <laughs> so, so I, 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 I de-dust the computer. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Runs 20 degrees cooler on the CPU. Like, damn. I re- I replaced the thermal paste. You know, I got in there with my thermal paste. Not too much because then you create, you know, insulation. Not too little because then it doesn't work. So I got just the right amount of thermal paste in there. Got that all locked back in. Got my GPU. That went down 10 degrees. These are Celsius, by the way. So 10 degrees, you know, big jump, 20 degrees Celsius, like big, big jump I don't, down. I did not know you had to get the thermal paste out. That's how you know things are serious. Yeah. Well, you know, thermal paste was six years old, too, when I first applied it, when I, you know, made the computer. Built it myself. I like building my computers because I know what's inside of them. So still the issue happens. I get on stream Wednesday, you know, tomorrow, the next big day of the big stream, the nine hour streams gonna be going down. And just every time we're in Limsa, crash, 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 crash. And it's chaos. It's it's highly it's uh, highly disruptive to telling a linear plot like doing an MSQ stream would be. So the chat was into it. Like, you, you know how you, you probably do this. I, I don't know a single person who doesn't like own a computer and doesn't become obsessed with a problem. Like there's a puzzle that needs solving. And until it's solved, you cannot rest. You cannot sleep. And the chat was in on it. Like I had 400 people all getting in on the mystery. (laughs) And we were all like pulling up logs. We were pinging servers to see if it was the ping thing. We were going nuts. And finally, finally, uh, Mohid suggested we go in and check the error logs and said PCI express port, blah, 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 which basically means Ethernet. And we go to the manufacturer of my motherboard, the 2013 motherboard, find a driver that was updated the day after I first had my stream issue. 
and a Windows update in, in July of this year on the 13th broke my motherboard driver and we installed the new one. All was good. Dude. So now, now I've got a squeaky clean computer, which is running great, sounds great, much calmer. I'm, I'm very happy for it. <laughs> I'm glad it, it could calm down a little bit. But yeah, I need a new computer. Uh, kind of bad, you know, going from content creation. Here's the storm. Haven't had to move much yeah. in the last seven years. Yeah, mine's not nearly as old as yours. And I feel like I need a new computer. Um, I did, however, uh, in the last couple of years, swap to two 4K monitors, which um, it's it it's it's chugging. <laughs> it's probably a poor decision on a 2080. Um, but uh, I'm. I, I had to wipe my computer this year. I don't, I don't just so many weird things were happening. Uh, lots of crashes, lots of issues. I just ended up wiping the whole thing. Turned out uh, one of my, my biggest like dump drive that I store all my work on was just failing. That was it. When I finally right? replaced that, things were fine. Um, Sometimes it's a cable. Sometimes yeah. it, it's just the randomest crap. Like the, the most frustrating ones I've had in the past uh, memory. I know what that looks like. Overheating CPU. I know what that looks like. Overheating GPU. That's why I was concerned about the heat. I thought it might be like a GPU thing because when GPUs overheat, they kind of go, I can't take it anymore. And they take like half your processes and throw them out the window until they calm down. Yeah. A CPU would just be like, I'm out. They, they slam the door on you. They shut down. They're just like, you know what? Screw you, dude. What are you trying to do to me? But GPUs apparently try really hard. So that's why I thought it was an issue. Power supply issues are probably the most frustrating thing I've ever dealt with in the past. Mm, but I don't think I've, I've started, ever had one. Uh, knock on wood. They suck. Props they to suck. Uh, props to I always buy my computers from Doghouse Systems. Uh, not sponsored, by the way. I pay for these. But uh never had an issue. I've never had hardware failure outside. Of, I've had an NVIDIA card fail once, um, but it was covered by NVIDIA. They just sent me a new one. It was wonderful. Nice. Or, well, I yeah. guess NVIDIA was covered by the manufacturer, which is EVGA. I've always had EVGA cards. Oh, I, I hate GPUs so much. Oh, my God. I So it's been six years since I built a computer, mm. and the numbers have changed dramatically. You know, I've got a an NVIDIA... 980 ti i think off the top of my oh head oh my god yeah dude like your reaction is everybody's oh reaction my. right now you're not even in the tens why would i be i was doing here's the storm content Holy it didn't it literally shit. did not matter my my computer did not care about my yeah, dude oh my god yeah i ran god of war i, I played god of war 18 and captured it on the same computer how does your stream looks your stream looks so good our stream looks so good because you run it yeah um holy shit I'm amazing because i build good computers they're highly efficient i'm a good computer <laughs> computer builder is what's going on but you know my my shit is old and the worst thing about trying to build a new computer is the number systems have changed like do you remember buying a cpu well yeah maybe not uh, because you buy pre but you probably you know cpu numbers like yeah 3.5 i have aided Ooh. in building computers in the past yeah i've held, I helped build one for my brother once you know i've, I've been there but we did an amd uh, CPU for that. Well, you got so in the past you had like a, a 2.2 Intel Pentium 2 or something like that. And you're like, ooh, 2.2. What a beautiful number. And then when I bought this thing, it was like 3.56. And I was like, ooh, that's bigger than two. <laughs> Easy to quantify and understand. Exactly. <laughs> Nowadays, everything is a 3.56. 
but it's got different families. It's, it's it's literally like looking at a family tree. It's like trying to understand, you know, Game of Thrones, freaking Wikipedia articles. Like, you're like, OK, so mm. this was born in this generation and it's actually the same stats, but it has express cores, which gives it 12 cores. But only four, four of those are express. Eight of those are real, but it has hyper threading technology, which actually makes this 3.5 better than that 3.5. I hate it and I hate everything they've done with GPUs. Which is, it's the same damn GPU, but everybody wants to put their fan on it. And they want to give it a bunch of fancy freaky names because they, they did, oh, I've got three fans. So it's a, it's a extreme graphics exploder, but I've got two fans <laughs> plus the wind tunnel. And I hate it. Like, I just, I, I just want to buy, I just want to buy like a, a 3060 Ti. Just a you know nice family you know a good dog you know, a nice family dog is not going to get too angry a little got a little age on it you know I want to skip the puppy years <laughs> that's all I want but it's so confusing shopping for parts now it's changed so much over six years I'm I'm uh, I'm kind of like hoping that we can both hold out until the new round of cards release that'd be nice it'd be cool to do a build series like a joint build series we both build computers and. Ooh, yeah. Like I, it, it's, camera one, camera is, two. This is just, I think, yeah, a little camera one, camera two, so that you would never watch it. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I'll I'll do my build on a rolling cart so I can walk down hallways while I build. How's that sound? There we, yes, please, please keep it exciting for I'll me. Say, I'll get a clamp, frequently. a clamp tripod, put it on the front of. The, I'll just attach it, mount a camera to the front of the cart, and we'll just move. I'll I, go on the treadmill. I look, it'll be like an OK Go video. Uh, for those of you under the age of 35, OK Go was a band that used to make uh, music videos that were really intricate. Um, yeah. Choreographed by his sister was kind of the, the word of the day. Did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I got a new computer in my future. I'm hoping I can hold out, too. Like, I'd really like to see prices drop a little bit. But honestly, there's a lot of really good parts available now because we went through the rush for NVIDIA to make cards when there was a deficit and certainly during the crypto mining thing that happened. So now there's an abundance of cards, but they're still inflated based on the demand. So if we can get past that initial demand and into like a new generation, all those prices will fall, which will be really, really nice. I want to do DDR5, but it's so expensive right now. I, I want to make my computer update resilient. I want to do DDR5, but DDR4 is super, super solid. I think that's a 2017 or maybe even like 19 a uh, bit of hardware. Yeah. So there's yeah, really, chat, really good options. Chat right now is is calling for waiting on DDR5 because it's currently in short supply. Mm, yeah. So uh, I'm excited to enter the new era. Like I said, I ran God of War. I played it. It was beautiful. I recorded it on the same computer. But yeah, it was at 100, 100, 100 CPU usage and 100 GPU usage, the poor thing. But I played that whole game. It got a little toasty in here, but everything was fine. <laughs> well good to know that i won't understand a damn thing when i go to start shopping for my next computer which will start shortly after new cards are available uh because tom's i don't hardware tom's hardware okay yeah because i don't understand dude. jack about cpus either dude i okay i say this like remember like i am i am not in the twitter verse like i do not digest a lot of complaints from humanity but tom's hardware in my opinion is this bastion that has existed forever like they're not trying to sell me any i mean they they probably get kickbacks or something when they like do their best builds but like tom's hardware has fixed so many of my issues over the years 
And I feel like they're never trying to sell me anything. They want me to fix my computer, not buy something new. I love that. Dude, website. you can you can make good money with just uh, banner ads, like, <laughs> and with the tra- the, the the traffic, I'm sure they get. I'm sure they're doing fine. Sure, I haven't been to their news section either. Like maybe they are running, you know, Kotaku nice. level articles on their main page, but nice. I, I do not know because I love Tom's hardware. Well, Kyle, now I want to tell you why two cars with the exact same horsepower are wildly different. That's unfair. <laughs> like let's standardize well that. what wheels are getting powered what location is the engine in how does it make that power is it naturally aspirated or forced in, force induced you quantify that stuff in some sort of <laughs> other format and change the name this this can't be that complicated but it maybe it's did you ever build transformers like around kids like as you were a child like show off your transformer probably uh, okay, so I would bring my transformer to school and I'd show off its transformation, but I would do a bunch of useless hand gestures to confuse and make it look more complicated than it was to show off. Because, <laughs> you know, in the commercials, the kids were like, like building the Lego you know, castle. They would like, and it was like done. So I figured that was really impressive. And if I did a bunch of random bullshit, I could create the illusion that this was a very skilled activity. And it worked. You know, it worked on my fellow 10-year-olds. I'm going to add this the next time we do Cringeworthy. Have you ever uh, thought Transformers impressed anyone? There's an age, there's an age limit, you know? Like, <laughs> there's an age limit. Dude, I got picked on for everything in school. Everything. The only I things a- that were accepted as cool until the 8th grade were sports and skateboarding. And I was shit at all of them. <laughs> I was a trendsetter, but I didn't get any credit. Like the popular kids would steal my idea. I wasn't responsible for tech decks in my school. I didn't care about tech decks, but I started a Duncan oh, yo-yo craze. Tech decks. I was into those. Those were fun. I started a, um, uh, oh my God, what's the other one? A Pogs. I was really into Pogs. I don't think I started Pogs. I was definitely responsible for the, the Duncan. Pogs were wild. Yo-yo craze. Pogs were wild. I played for keeps. I was. You know, I, I would throw down. Oh, uh, still a lot of pogs. You were you were uh, always competitive. Yeah, four even, square. Ooh, even with man, a game game of complete random bullshit chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was about the slammer. You had to slam it right. <laughs> I don't think I have my pogs anymore. I recently found my Pokemon cards. One of these days, we should go through those. You know, my decks suck. I like I like keeping my decks. I, I barely ever played on it. I definitely don't have any decks sitting there, but I've got my collection. I like going through them and just seeing how bad my past self's ideas were. <laughs> There's no op- optimization. My magic deck, I have a magic deck like in view behind me, and it probably sucks because, well, Magic the Gathering Arena is such a hyper-focus. The new set came out. It's it's decent. The Magic the Gathering set is decent. They can't They can't figure out what to do with green, though. I hate it. Uh, I think I might get into uh, magic when I'm done with school. I'm, I'm 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 missing a card game in my life right now since I haven't been playing Hearthstone. I think you you came into magic during the already like dual colors kind of golden. I literally card sort started of phase. playing at Gate Crash, which was yeah. guilds, so it was multicolored right. decks. And that's what they've stuck with. Like they they have determined that if you have let's say a Forest Five, which is a six mana cost card. That will be less good than a forest plains four because it required you to have two colors. 
You're you're so, you're walking into dangerous territory here with these these proclamations. I'm, we're gonna we're I'm, gonna get got by the magic pros. I'm, I'm I'm sorry, but it's true. Like it's true. It could it could have two mana like it, two mana artifact sucks. A a two mana forest creature sucks, but a green combo planes is great, and I hate it. I I, I just want I just want I just want to make a forest deck. I want my beasts to trample over your things and win. Is that so much to ask? Apparently so. Apparently much, so. Man. Power creep, man. Power creep. It's what, it's what you're, uh, you're going to do. It's what you're going to do. Well, you want to uh, see what's in the news this week? Let's. Good, 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 good. Oh, great news, everyone. Shove it. All right, Kyle. I'll, g- I'll give you an option. I'll give you an option because we got other stuff to talk about today. Do you want to talk about a new God of War Ragnarok game, uh, gameplay footage trailer that shows off how Kratos can blend elements. And really, I only put it in here because I saw monsters I didn't recognize and I wanted to ask you about. Cyberpunk 2077 finally getting an expansion. Overwatch 2's new heroes being behind a battle pass. Or this Disney Dreamlight Valley game that I didn't know what it was until an hour before the show. And now I kind of want to buy it and play it. The thing, man, it's... It's doing well on Steam. It is apparently not a cash grab. Well, it might be, you know, eventually. There's no DLCs right now. I assume eventually you'll buy special castles and fountains and stuff. But yeah, it's it's taken over. It looks weird. I, I like heard it batted around a bit this week, but I, I never went digging to see what it is. And then I, because you were like, dude, this thing is like at the top of Steam. Have you seen this? Do you know anything about this? I went and looked it up and I was like, wait, this is like a like a pseudo like neighborhood building game. Like I, I love shit like that. Like I love the Sims. I love, I love sturdy Valley. I love animal crossing. Like, I don't know how close to any of those this is, but it sounds like it could fall into any of those categories. I think it's what 30 bucks for early access on this thing. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of my interest. (laughs) It's been most compared to stardew Valley where you enter. Oh, it's on game pass. What? What? Your royalty, you make like an avatar, you go mine, you go maybe do like mini adventures, but you're surrounded by Disney characters and like Stardew Valley, you build rapport with them. I don't know if you date any, so I won't say relationships, but you build rapport Wait. with the various characters that live around Hold you. Hold on. Are you telling me I can romance Wally? I don't. I do not know. I'm not aware of romance options. All I know is that you go around. It looks like you cook with ratatouille. You know, you build these houses. Maybe you increase your prestige in your neighborhood and decorate it. If, if people people love this stuff. If <laughs> monsters aren't going to attack my kingdom, I don't care personally. But I see the appeal. I'm just gonna. Oh yeah, look at this. It's on the Microsoft Store. I have Game Pass. There's just a blue install button just staring at me, Kyle. It's just there you go. Yeah. me. Report next week. Let All me right, know. From how. now on, I am just going to come on the show to just shout up uh, games I'm interested in, so people can inform me if it's on Game Pass or not. Because I'm far too lazy to go look and see what's new on Game Pass. Because there's too many games to look for. <laughs> you pay for Game Pass. I do, but there's too many regularly things. making it around there. There's too many. I, it's like it's just my Halo sub at this point. When I'm bored and want to play Halo, I, I just know I can play Halo. Like there. That's it. That's why I have it. Like this sounds like a freaking ad for Game Pass, but there's legitimately too much crap on there. I have no Everybody idea. Everybody does. I have no idea how to stay on top of what new things are coming that are worth playing. So maybe everybody does it isn't the right, you know, excuse for you. But everybody does it. Everybody pumps up that Game Pass. People are nuts about it. It's a, it's it's good. I'm I'm scared. I'm waiting for it to take a take a turn, a dark turn like Netflix, but it hasn't happened yet. 
Who's this raccoon? Oh, I guess that could be the Pocahontas raccoon. There's a raccoon in Pocahontas. Yeah. Yeah. Are you yeah. on the, the Steam store right now? What do you? Uh, it's like it's it's stylized. So, you know, you looks like you go on adventures with not Elsa. Who's the other one? Who's the other princess? Uh, wait, princess or the other character from Frozen? Oh no, she's a princess too. They're both princesses. Oh, uh, princess I. Uh, Anna. Anna. Yeah. Anna. Anna. Yeah. Anna. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fine. No more about a freaking freaking frozen than I thought I remembered. I finally went on that ride the last time I was at Epcot, by the way. It's so bad. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 the going backwards, changing track thing is still in there, which is still pretty cool. Uh, I got drenched, though. I've never gotten so damn wet <laughs> on a water ride at Disney before. I don't like the projected animation faces. They're, I like, they're not great. No. They're not great, but... It's, it's okay a cute one. trick, if, you know, but I, I like the I like the trolls down the falls, down the falls. Yeah, I, I like the old trolls. Like, <laughs> I guess you did you like right up towards the eye of Odin? Maybe I'm not really sure. It's been a long. Well, it's not even in existence anymore, but, well, yeah. you know, and you ended up by the oil rigs and, and you went and watched a little movie, you know, like you do, like you do, like you do. Yeah. OK, uh, I'm going to try this game. See what it's about. I like games like I like I like chill games. I like any chill games in my life. Defend your castle against Scar's invasions. <laughs> Ursula's on the attack. That, Unleash your greatest heroes. Is that actually in the game? No, I, they, I do, that's you what, do not get attacked. That's what you there's wish no, would happen. Yeah, there's no base defense. There, I don't even think there's like a dungeon you go do. That weak, weak dungeon from Stardew Valley mm. doesn't exist. <sighs> Disney Infinity died for this. <laughs> Scrooge's store is kind of expensive, says one review. Oh, no. <laughs> digging mud is very boring, uh, but very important, apparently. <laughs> Donald Duck's voice was annoying, and I muted the game. <laughs> it's just Donald Duck. Donald Duck's endearing. I, I, have you watched the new DuckTales show? There's uh, a li- little of it. I uh, got distracted. It's very good. Um, yeah uh, it's adorable donald duck was always like my favorite like classic disney character so they they do a lot of gags where like donald duck will be singing to himself and it's this inside voice and he has this beautiful singing voice but then someone walks by and they hear him you know donald ducking (laughs) that's 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 and so when he starts like humming to himself and it's hideous like daisy falls in love with it so it's really it's such a cute show it's got a great linear power if you liked gravity falls you'll like Ducktales. I've only seen a few episodes of that too. Um, we've been slowly making our way through Owl House, which I love. I'm absolutely in love with it. It's I still need to check that out. So imaginative and fun and beautiful. I love the style of it. I love the characters. It's got so much heart. That's that kid shows they, they have no right being that good. It's real good. It's real good. Um anyway, I want to play this. I'll I may I may I may talk I may be, I may come on the show next week and talk about Dreamlight Valley because right, like if, you, if you do like eight hours or something mad that, that doesn't seem insane but we're adults so like if, if you put you know a chunk of time into it I'll check it out you know cool. if it's on Game Pass I can check it out sounds too. good did you look at the uh, the 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 Ragnarok footage they put out like with Kratos you know blending his elemental attacks just right now so I'm okay. just seeing now he's got some frog beasts he's fighting which you know new monsters that, nice that's nice. why I wanted I wanted the uh, push it across the table towards you because I know you your I think your biggest critique of God of War 2018 was that there was too many reused enemies yeah particularly the uh, trolls yeah which as I'm like slowly going through um, I, I'm noticing on my second playthrough 
you don't have to redo all of them. You know, it, this isn't this isn't an MMO situation. Like for MMOs, I'm like, well, you know, kind of you know, update your skeletons. It's a new expansion. Let's see some new stuff. Mainly because a lot of MMOs have been like, let's go to another universe. And I'm like, there's still snails. D- do something about this. But God of War games, action games, I've got no problem with humans being humans or you reusing models because you should build on yourself in an action RPG. And this looks good. You know, they're really, they're really showing off the frog beasts, but there's lots of running around. He's breaking various things. He's cycling between the axe and the blades and it's solid enough. I don't think God of War outside. So what I want to do for Ragnarok, I, I want to play it on like a really hard difficulty, whatever's possible for me so that the RPG elements matter. That was mm. probably my biggest sadness. And, you know, my first playthrough here is because I wanted to see the story. Everyone was raving about the story. I wanted to get through it and enjoy it. Uh, and oftentimes when I play a game for story sake, I do not mess with difficulty. But I would love to see those RPG elements shine, have a reason to farm. I didn't find like the fire world's farm elements needed to complete my playthrough. And I didn't find them so fun that I was going to do it anyway. And I'm not going to go back and like get my Kratos really good armor because I highly doubt that armor transitions to the expansion expansion i mean it, it it used to be called an expansion now it's god of war ragnarok 2 you know 2018 <laughs> two. <laughs> uh, expansion's the wrong word it's not dlc what is it what, it's a sequel, were, it's a sequel. were you aware of the valkyries in god of yeah, war 2018 I, I know they're in there okay because they're hard they're as really shit. really really long elevator rides they're, they're hard as shit like especially on higher difficulties, so that 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 I think is the reason why you would want to go gear up. In right, I think you get like a special ending, you know, like a maybe a story hint if you beat all the Valkyries. Yeah, um, I like that was what was cool about like when I played through that game. I didn't engage in anything; I knew nothing about it. So like I I stumbled across my first one just naturally and just got my ass completely handed to me, and I was like, "Holy, what the hell is happening?" <laughs> I played with the immersive HUD, so I didn't have any health bar. Or any map indicators. Uh, there was no spell recharges or anything like that. I really, really liked that that was an option. It felt really good. I'm sure I was unoptimized because I probably didn't use all my abilities on cooldown. So I met my first Valkyrie and was like, what's what's going on? Turned back on the UI, saw that the health barely moved and was like, oh, this is this is one of those endurance tests. And I'm finding those with Dark Souls when it's part of your main story quest because you got to get through it. Like that's part of the challenge. This boss is an endurance test, like old well, raids, you know, like raids in a lot of MMOs are often, hey, can you just not screw up this simple thing for 10 minutes? And you go, no, I can't. We can't do it. Like, you know, 10 people together can't not screw this up for 10 minutes. It's hard. That's my least favorite kind of design. And I kind of felt that with the Valkyries. So I never really got involved in them. Gotcha. Okay. I did. The Fire World did have some cute ideas. Like the first one was, I think destroy all the enemies in the right amount of time and then the second one was can you just survive or can you kill x amount of units in x amount of time like they varied that enough it wasn't just repeating the same thing over and over i just didn't need it the number one way for me to make me not care about your achievement or challenge is make it timed they're frustrating the time going i outside of racing games which makes sense uh Time challenges, I think, are just the laziest thing you can put in your game. <laughs> We've got these things. D- do them in an arbitrary time limit. Go. Hmm. 
the laziest. You, you, of all the things you could do to make it seem like there's more content in your game. Adding time challenges just I'm just like, ugh, I roll. Guess I'm never gonna I'm 100% to percent th- this game. I'm trying to think of all the little blips on the map throughout every Assassin's Creed game I've played. And surely I've been more offended. <laughs> but I can't think of one right now. Time challenges are bad. At least the stealth in, in someone, old Assassin's Creed was also kind of bad. At least too. someone had to decide where to hide the feathers in the original yeah. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> like they had to yeah. like look at their map and decide what's a clever place to put it. Instead of going, well, we already have these 20 feathers, but what if what if we arbitrarily limited how quickly uh, you need to pick them up for a fail state? I am over climbing. Like, I just don't want to casually push a stick up a wall. I really, really liked, I, I won't talk about prototype. I'll, I'll, I'll just continue to accept I'm a weirdo. There's ah, I love, your, I love it when you talk about prototype. Dude, you, your eyes get you're so wide. It's like you're talking about someone. It's like you're talking about your wife. <laughs> well, uh, I'll talk about Infamous instead. I think Infamous did it better because they actually caged it back further. But I don't mind climbing if it means someday I'll run. And I want to run up those walls. And obviously, mm. like Assassin's Creed, you're not superhuman. You're just super skilled in the framework of the world. So right. there's never going to be a time where you're just like up that tower. So every time, you know, you're 30 hours in the game, it's like, go climb the tower, Ezio. You're like, I don't want to. <laughs> they made I'm it done. a little faster in future games. And mercifully on the pirate one, there were so many because, you know, swashbuckling ropes you could grab and you cut the counterweight and you just zip up. Oh, that's so, a cute idea. Yeah. That's a good way to yeah, very, that. Very swashbuckly. There was a lot of that in Black Flag. Um, but yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point, man. I'm, 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 I'm with you on that. I did not. I don't know how you fix this, but I did beat it. <laughs> so I think I like two better, but I also had that weird Same. evil system. What what is the last successful AAA game that did a good and evil system? Oh, uh, maybe the chat can help us out with that, too, because I don't think we make them anymore. Granted, they were always kind of artificial. There was definitely, you know, like KOTOR. Yeah, KOTOR is a great example of one. But, you know, sometimes it was just stealing candy from babies. Like I think you, you wanted, might be the most recent example of that. Cause that was after mass effect three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mass effect three might be the most modern one. Tyranny. Well, infamous two was after that. Tyranny is a good answer. I don't uh, know that is tyranny is tyranny is like a uh, pillars of eternity. Top down Baldur's gate RPG. Uh, well, don't most games like that have an alignment system. Yeah, well, in Tyranny, by nature of its name, you were supposed to be tyrannical. So, like, it it encouraged you to be evil or, you know. uh, I've never beaten a Baldur's Gate-style game because I have trouble controlling so many people at once. I hate pause systems Mm. in a lot of games. I don't mind it in Total War Warhammer, but that's an RTS. Undertale did have a morality system. Yeah, okay, you're right. Have you ever played Undertale, dude? No. It's good. I've not like, played Undertale. It was massively memed into the ground, but the music, the gimmicks, it is a really, really good game. Like, if you ever find yourself with a free, like, Christmas break, like, and it doesn't get cold enough in Florida to, like, get cozy, I'm sure, but, like, it just, like, really kind of... That is usually when I, I work yeah. on my back catalog, is, is the holidays, uh, between Christmas and New Year's Day. 
is usually where I pick up something new on the Steam holiday sale and try and beat it before before all my clients want work again. <laughs> yeah, what we did was we got we got our USB extender out. We hooked up the computer to the TV and we just passed the keyboard back and forth on our laps. And like, you do this level, I'll do this level, you do this level, I'll do this level in Undertale. And we had an absolutely amazing time. Uh, we ended up buying a co-op game that same Christmas. It was Lovers in Deep Space, I think it was called. Uh, it's not like it's not like what it sounds like. It's more like Galactica, if you will. You're in a spaceship and you run around, you go pew, 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 and shoot the things incoming on you. We ended up like never playing that. Lovers in Dangerous Space Time. We ended up never playing it, like played it twice and just got entirely absorbed with Undertale for the whole holiday. That's high praise. Yeah, it, it's a good game. I'll look into it. The memeing. I'll look into it. Well, before we move on, uh, Kyle, how are we going to how we, what are we going to threaten to do this week? If people don't check out for support our <laughs> I make that up uh, when we're posting the show. Uh, what, what, what right, if you don't support oh, our bromance.com, I will uh, tell Kyle he needs to talk for two hours about how shot reverse shot makes things unwatchable. We will hide additional characters in the battle pass. Oh, after selling a full price game. Yeah, oh, we didn't okay. cover that today. We didn't talk okay. about Overwatch. So we're going to rename Grinding Gear to the Overwatch 2 podcast. We don't actually do anything related to Overwatch 2, but we just gate things behind a battle pass. Yeah. Well, we're, we're YouTubers now. So, you know, okay. we actively get to complain about Blizzard nonstop. Okay, it's all good. Wonderful. Well, if you want to save us from that dark future, you should go to supportourbromance.com. <laughs> And uh, take a look around. We got some extra content for you over there, some perks on that Patreon. Um, but really, at the end of the day, if you just like what Kyle and I are doing and you want to support it, check out the Patreon over at supportourbromance.com. Let's get back to the show. So, last few weeks, we realized that we keep talking Final Fantasy XIV and what we're playing. So, I figured, Kyle, we were in need of a dedicated name for a Final Fantasy segment on the show. So, Kyle, I want to know what's your Final Fantasy? Yes, it's time to talk Final Fantasy XIV on the show. I didn't try very hard on that intro. I hope everyone enjoys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the debut of our Final Fantasy segment on the Grinding Gear podcast. What's That's your Final been Fantasy? Happening, but now it's official. Yes, it's official. It's already been happening, but now it has a name. So I want to know what's your Final Fantasy. Let's talk about it, Kyle. We had. Uh, I, in the notes, I just have big stream. Holy F bomb. That's what I wrote in the notes That's this a, week. Um, an important note for sure. Yeah. Uh, we made it to Shadowbringers, which if, uh, you know, and though the, I know these listeners are out there. If you just kind of enjoy what our, our journey, but you're like not keeping up close or you, you don't know what the hell final fantasy 14, like any, really anything about it. Shadowbringers is, uh, the, the third expansion for, for the final fantasy 14 MMO. And it's, uh, there's a lot of hype surrounding it in Final Fantasy XIV communities. Uh, whenever streamers, YouTubers, content creators of any kind get anywhere near it, people get really excited. And we took our first steps into it last night. We finished Stormblood and we stepped into Shadowbringers. And um, yeah, holy shit. As we kind of talked about at the top of the show, like uh, th- that stream was absolute fire. We've never had that many people watching us live ever for anything at all. We've even put on our own conference before, like, and this was, and that, it was like that, that, this, this usurped that by a, a lot, <laughs> thousands, a lot, yeah, yeah. So, um, 
we we made it. I you know, it's so it's so strange to think coming from World of Warcraft that I can be I'm coming up on a year from when I re-upped, you know, like when I resubscribed and you were like, just give it one more shot and I'll play with you. We're coming up on a year. That happened. I was billed in late October, I believe. I went back and looked it up. I was like looking at my like when 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 was I first charged for this? Late October is when I, I think purchased the I don't know what it's called. It became a Shadowbringer because I still don't own Endwalker, by the way. Whatever that purchase was, that's what I got. I saw that. It's late October, so we're coming up on a year of playing Final Fantasy. And I think it's so odd coming from other MMOs that I can be like, I'm halfway through the MMO a year later, and everyone's totally fine with it. Yeah, everyone's like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> For the most part. There's a few people that are just like, keep going! Sure. But, but we're... Uh, yeah, we're we're taking our time, and by the nature of the content that we're making, we we don't want to go too fast because we don't want to go past the videos that we're editing. We we only do one video a week. They're they're they range anywhere from thirty minutes to an hour. They take a while to edit. So, um, yeah, it's uh, but like, I finally feel like I can finally say like I'm a Final Fantasy fourteen player, like which seems insane because we've been doing the content for a while. But like now that we're in Shadowbringers, like I feel like I have a really good handle on the type of game that I'm playing. And even though we're not quote unquote current, which is really important for say world of Warcraft, I don't think it is super important for a game like final fantasy 14 because final fantasy 14 has done such a good job keeping all of its content relevant really throughout like whatever point you're at. The only exception to that being you can't go and do stuff that's locked behind expansion specific stuff. If you haven't gotten to or through that expansion yet, but like we got to the end of Stormblood and we're like, let's take a break and let's let's go do the raids. Even though you don't have to, it's not required. You don't have to go do the raids, but we did. And the game has set you up for that. It is built for that. It it welcomes that. You can totally just say, I kind of want to see the side stuff before I move on to the next expansion. And that's exactly what we've been doing. And so even though we still have two expansions to go, oh God, man, I feel like we've, we've consumed so much of this game and I feel like I've, I've got a, a really solid understanding of it now. Well, we've also entered modern memory, right? This is a game that was released on July 2nd, 2019 Shadowbringers. So coming from 2017, 16 kind of memory sphere and Shadowbringers being so many people's favorite expansion of the game. Like it's just fresher and often declared a, favorite rpg story overall now we just we stuck our toe in the door which luckily got us to the first city and we can kind of feel some of that update it's not as dramatic as installing a world of warcraft expansion which is often like plop here's your new textures jaina looks different thrall looks different like well welcome to the expansion throw away all your gear because here's gear 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 it's it's just a it's a very different kind of game. I think the best way to highlight why everything stays current is just that the currency stays the same. When you do things, you get a badge. We are. And that badge is the same throughout the whole game. That's true. But we are getting more badges than most because we are raiding and whatnot, too. So it's worth pointing out that we are getting we are like entering most expansions with previous expansions raid gear. Yeah. So Top end, that, whatever that also been. that also uh, is, is playing a bit of a role in that because we've been entering like it took me a while to replace gear in Stormblood because I was like decked out in some really good stuff from Heavensward. 
Um, on top of the fact that people like gift us stuff and we have absolute massive raging streamer privilege, but, (laughs) um, I feel so bad about my apartment. (laughs) A lot of stuff. The next time you're, you're, you're just, you're just, you know, vibing man. Like, I don't, I don't think you, you find yourself in as many, uh, 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 like, uh, I'm just waiting for something to finish. Like, like I do, but like, man, something I'll, I just go in there. I just, it's my new idol thing. Like if I'm idling at home, I just go and I mess around with my, my apartment in final fantasy. I can't think that way. Uh, so there, there's an interesting comparison I once saw in a documentary and it was about how we process numbers. And some people think of the words like T O W. And some people think of the number two when they kind of count to themselves. And some people count in their ears, if you will, like they, they're repeating it inside their head where other people think visually and they see the numbers growing. And that's how they count silently themselves. My point being, I can't do that. I can't go twist things and decorate. Like I, I need proper focus. What I do end up doing when I'm on like a phone and, you know, kind of leaning over and got my phone in my ear is I end up uh, doing jump puzzles that I said I'd never do. Because I'm the kind of guy that goes on a weird walk and hangs up and then ends up in the middle of nowhere without knowing it. (laughs) Final Fantasy jump puzzle. If you ever see me doing a jump puzzle, I don't like it. It's because I'm on the phone and that's where I ended up. And started jumping against this wall to see what would happen. (laughs) In World of Warcraft, I would like uh, run circles around a fountain or when we got flying, uh, uh, fly circles like the, the upside down loop de loops. Yeah. The old loop. Yeah. yeah I would totally. just like sit absolutely Stormwind or Orgrimmar depending on what faction I was playing at the time and just like loop de loop while I was on a phone call or something and just be like, why am I doing this? <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> it was just something I do, man. Probably spent, I probably spent like a month of in-game time just doing loop de loops and Stormwind. <laughs> Here, I'll show the, the chat where I ended up at the end of my last call I was on. Uh, oh. they, 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 can, they can enjoy that. Where mm. I was like, now what the hell am I, where am I, and what the hell was I supposed to be doing? <laughs> but it, it's, it's cool to enter into any sort of new sphere, get to see the new zone. It's, it's not as extreme of course being modern i'm sure when you were way way like you know you were modern this game came out there was probably like a big changeover a bunch of your abilities changed that's perhaps the weirdest thing about entering expansion for us is we just don't feel that like there's not the big out with the old in with the new of any degree so it's very easy to be like oh final fantasy 14 is this timeless game no no we've absolutely seen trailers for all the abilities having new animations or them getting rid of whatever it was on samurai that people are still mad about and i have no idea what they're talking about uh, it was some sort of filler, like energy. I have too much energy. So if it was an energy sink, I do actually kind of miss it because I have way too much kinky. I think it's called way too much energy. You're too kinky. Yeah, way too kinky. Mm-hmm. I, it, dude, you hit the, like this level. And I think one of your passives is like, you now get 10 energy instead of five. And you just have so damn much of this expendable resource. You're just slamming that button all the time. Mm. I wish I had that problem as a dark knight. I'm always ahead of MP. I, 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 don't want to be there. I like I like where I'm at. <laughs> always out of. I'm always hovering at three thousand because I got to make sure I have enough for Blackest Night. That's right. That I'm has no it. meaning to me, but I'm I'm sad <laughs> for your troubles. Should sad for my hovers. Yeah, my hoverage. 
My hovers, yeah, man. Um, this, this, this was, this was cool. So, like, how did it land for you? Did you, did you enjoy it? Did, did, did Shadowbringers live up to the hype? The, the entering oh. of it. Oh, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I like again. Uh, the main like top I of like the show. The, Let's go spoiler free because we're, we're going to do a deep dive video. So, you know, yeah, this is this yeah. is just impressions. Just yeah, impressions. I like where things are going. I like the plot. I like the atmosphere. I like the exchange they're doing. I mean, obviously, from the outside, you might even be aware that, you know, we're changing up how you might be using your powers in terms of story. It's something I really, really like. One of my favorite things to do to my players as the second campaign is the you're now too good storyline. I love doing it. So it's so much fun because you have this whole book of monsters, you know, behind me, all my D&D books, got all these monsters and they're like lawful good angels. And you're like, what the hell am I going to do with this? Like, I don't like evil campaigns. I don't like a bunch of people being like, hey, that's all that really messed up. Like, no, like I, it's the same thing we're talking about with KOTOR a little bit, right? Like, it's like, I need to, I need to torture people so I get more points. It's like, no, like, let's not sit around table and do that. Uh, my, so I, my Sith warrior in SWOTOR was the most evil thing I've ever played in a video game. And I had so <laughs> much fun with it. <laughs> I, uh, so what, what I often do in like a prolonged campaign, you do your big main arc and like, ah, you know, you defeat the greatest bad in the universe. You know, you usually kind of escalate the universe eventually. And then there's like the question you have with your players. You're like, do you want to keep playing? Do, do you all love these characters? Do you want to start something new? Do you want to keep playing? And oftentimes they say yes. And one of my favorite storylines to do is, well, now there is too much good in the universe and the good guys are after you. Like the angels are showing up and trying to kick your ass because you've created an imbalance or, you know, it's not quite the same thing, but I love that plot line. I loved how edgy I felt as a teenager watching Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. I think it was, or maybe just in space where they killed Zordon. Spoiler for, you know, Power Rangers in space. But there was too much good. The bad guy was so powerful in Power Rangers it's a formative thing for me. So I'm going to talk about it like it's important because <laughs> it is like the the idea presented was that the bad guy in a yin and yang kind of universe was so powerful and undefeatable, undefeatable because there was too much good in the universe. So in order to actually defeat him, you had to kill Zordon to bring down the amount of good there was so you could bring down his power level and kill him. Mm. And I love that shit. I think that's such a good plot line. And uh, Red Ranger had to do it like he had to strike down Zordon. Oh man, AB cameras, un, un just unforgivable sin. But Power long Rangers, in, high longing camera art. shot on that Power mask. Rangers is high art. But as long as they don't have AB cameras, <laughs> it's it went somewhere, man. It went. <laughs> it paid off. You know my investment actually. I love Power Rangers in space because they lost like 50% of the time. I'm not talking about like, it's such an edgy show. Ooh, people die. Like, I it, don't no. think I watched past the second version. Turbo was awful. Dino. They went from dinosaurs to. Yeah. What do they go to after dinosaurs? I think it was cars. I think that was turbo. Uh, whatever, whatever it was. I was out after that. <laughs> yeah. No, turbo was bad. Um, I, I was watching some of that. Um. Uh, the, the was a Netflix show that they made a Jurassic Camp or something Cretaceous. Oh, uh, uh, Jurassic Park uh, Camp Cretaceous. Yeah, yeah. That's a weird show. Yeah, I, I, my brother I was watching it. that last time I hung out with him, and uh, it, that show's good. Like weirdly yeah. good. 
I mean, it's kind of funny to see like the influencer as like a character archetype, <laughs> but you know, welcome. Welcome to a modern era. Yeah. I, I, I've got it here. Well, this is home media. Oh, these would just be video. Cause I guess we had Ninja Storm, Dino Thunder, Mystic Force, Samurai. Where the hell is in space? Anyway, this isn't Shadowbringers related. Shortly so after the movie, I was out. I'll, I'll, Power I'll put it away. Yeah. I'll put it away. Yeah. No, it's, it's all good, man. It's all good. Um, what I wanted to, uh, what I was going to say is that I, uh, it kind of went the direction I expected, particularly more as we kept playing yesterday. Like the more we kept playing, the more I started thinking about the, the Shadowbringers going in the direction that it ended up going. So I wasn't horribly surprised, um, but it's so well executed. Oh my God. Like just the, the way that this, this game tells a story in, in its universe and, and makes you and keeps you a, an integral part of it. It's very well done. It is very, very well done. Like, I guess to sell it, I don't know. Cause I've had uh, more people in my life, in my circle, you know, checking this game out and the ones that don't like it, uh, are not into how long it takes to like get through the story. And I'm just like, yeah, it's, I don't have a really have a defense for that because to me, that's kind of what I'm enjoying, but I can see where if you think it's long on the tooth, it's, that's just going to forever be a pain point. But uh, yeah, I mean, that, that to me is a little bit of enjoy the journey. Like you got to take breaks. You got to just like, that's what's satisfying about the game to me. It's something that John talked about for years um, on various shows that I enjoy uh, that John Jagger does. Like you can't just say, I'm going to get to end game because the game has so many different activities. Like go play a sort of card game. You know, it's, it's Gwen would even be close to it. It's even more simple than that. But you can go play this card game. You can go craft. You can go explore. You can go level all the jobs on one character. And so when I start up Final Fantasy in the evening, whatever my burnout might be, whether I was doing like heavy editing that day or if I was reading a lot that day, what have you? You know, if I just don't want to see people, like if I don't want to, you know, uh, do co-op content, be responsible for pools or healing or anything like that. I can find all these different little areas to chill and continue playing the game. And the story services that as well. Like as you advance to the story, there's more enough times when it's like, go rest hero. That's certainly a nice little time to actually take their advice and go rest. But if, for instance, in this new one, like you could just teleport right back. Like you were in the new expansion and it was like, here's the door. If you want to go back and just hang out in the original starting zone, like it still exists. It's still populated. It still has all the channels and everything else that you could go find and see people you know, playing their musical instruments. None of that old content gets discarded in that way. So the world constantly interests me because I have so much to do in there. Not like in a checklist kind of way, like I can just chill in there and be. And when I go walk up and I like chill on a wall and I do my little emotes, I see people going by and I feel like I'm part of that world. And I'm you know, playing that D&D character in their campaign. And that's what I look for in an MMO. Mm. I found that I found it sad over the years in World of Warcraft when a new expansion come out, I would go and I'm not even talking about like garrison extremes. I'm just talking like you get to the first major city and now that's your life for that whole expansion. You now live there. And when I log in, 
I have my checklist of two things that I could be doing. And if I don't feel like doing that, I log back out. And there was a lot, a lot of times I found myself just logging back out in World of Warcraft. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's more than two things. If you're into side stuff, just like there is in final fantasy, right? Like there's, there's things that don't move you towards better gear for rating or PVP purposes, but and I'm definitely talking about the leveling process, right? Like that is so abundantly important when a new expansion comes out for wow. Cause that's where you're going to get the content. You got to get to the end of that leveling experience. Yeah. And I felt like there were, there was rare time. Yeah. I probably could have gone and collected mounts and pets and done all this sort of personal stuff, but the world didn't feel popular in that way. When I went to go farm, you know, when I weave through some distant expansions past looking for pets or something, rarely did I see other people enjoying that activity at the same time. Yeah. No, that that's, that's fair, man. And and that's, that's, that's where I think that like why I'm so intrigued and impressed with how 14 has kept so much of its game relevant, regardless of what level you're playing at. Like whether you're current, whether you're leveling, like however much you want to dive into, there's just so much there to do. Um, and it, I think it's, it's, it's poised to really strike for you and me because we love instanced content and all of it's relevant all the time forever in Final Fantasy 14. You want to go do trials, you want to go do dungeons, you want to go do raids. You're always getting something out of it that is a little useful at, at, at worst, <laughs> a lot useful at best. And, uh, it's just been it's just been so cool, um, especially now the two I'm like you know a couple nights a week I've been jumping in Wrath Classic, well, Wrath Classic pre patch Wrath Classic isn't properly out yet, but I'm working on my Death Knight and just seeing the just it feels so different. Like God, I don't sure. know when I was when I was learning how to tank, I was like, oh okay, I'm seeing similarities between Final Fantasy 14 and World of Warcraft. You know, tap targeting and and how I tank and all that stuff. It's not wildly different, but the mentality, like me going, Oh, I really want to play final fantasy 14. That feeling, that desire is completely different from me going, Oh, I'm going to go work on my death night. Like it's doesn't feel like I'm playing a game, the games in the same genre. Um, you know, get, getting back to wrath classic, which I am having a good time with. It's, it's a, it's kind of a Zen, like a zone Zen zone out game for me right now. As I just go in, I just level, I just, I'm just running around outland right now. Just, grinding um and that's fun because uh, there's no reading there is if you want it but who the hell reads in world of warcraft i don't very rarely unless it kind of tantalized me like i can think of yeah. the majority of what was the undead troll area in northern drac something or other oh as they often are oh named. in northrend um northrend Z- yeah Zoldrak, i think was that it yeah like i found yeah, myself reading Zoldrak. a lot there in the dragon blight i found myself reading a lot like it depends on the zone entirely and if I have the interest and I certainly feel like they're aware of it. No, it, it's there have been so many comparisons over the last year. I'm glad you and others seem to be finding this place where both games can exist because they're so different. Ultimately, the problem is that around the time of Shadowbringers, when Final Fantasy story got amazing for so many people, World of Warcraft also in a marketing way and books and everything else decided, oh, yeah, we're a story game, too. You come to us for the story. And we kind of went, not originally. If you got something to show us, I, I can get into it. And then they showed us what they got. And we kind of went, oh, ooh, yeah. Well, speaking generally, for you and me, 
yeah. the, I, I, I have plenty of friends who enjoy where, where the direction WoW has gone, and that's fun. That's their that's the jam. That's fine. It's, yeah. It is subjective, but uh, yeah, it, 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 it wasn't for me. I well, I, I used to really care about Warcraft story, and uh, it really fell off a cliff for me in terms of my interest. Um, but, and so, to me, it was a co-op game. Like at the end of the day, that was where my friends were, and I wanted to play co-op content. The story and that push. You often hear like, oh, it's taking developer time. Like, I that's not true because they're often different teams and teams are propped up or dismantled depending on where the effort is being placed during that cycle of production. But the story was not something I was there for. So the fact that Final Fantasy has the co-op content I'm looking for and a story that satisfies a Dragon Age need that I have that hasn't been fulfilled in a very long time, RPG story that actually makes sense it's astral absolutely as video games go final fantasy has always been kind of in that like the the spirits and crystals kind of business and i could make fun of crystal tech forever like it's it's definitely a uh crutch in many ways certainly in in D, &D, if like your dm starts going about ah there's a crystal and you're like oh no oh no how's this gonna work (laughs) why don't you just call it mcguffin (laughs) yeah right exactly exactly yeah, but it's it's appealing that as well. Like I love Divinity Two Original Sin. Story sucked. Like, it was it was well voice acted. <laughs> the narrator was such a cool idea to give it this DM feel. It was the best four player like co op XCOMy pausey turn based combat I've ever played. And I loved all 140 hours we as a crew put into that game. But man, did it not pay off, and it was unsatisfying. I never finished it because I, I was uh, I didn't have a group to play with. I was like I, I got in because I was really excited because I heard good things and I'm like this is a really impressive system. Boy, does that game suck to play alone? Because the story sucks, right? And it's just it's the nature of the beast. Like you, it's like saying, "Hey, go play Vermintide for the story." It's well, I'm all right. Not, yeah, no, really. no. Final Fantasy is uh, someone in in chat. It went by. It was like how how would how would current Garrett pitch Final Fantasy to past Garrett? You know. As, as someone who's kind of done a 180 on it. And it's like, I think for me, uh, I, I would tell someone that, well, to, to pass me, because I know what pass me values. It's the highest quality 50-50 split between story in an MMO and MMO gameplay, like classic MMO gameplay. And for, for me, classic MMO gameplay is tab targeting and boss mechanics. And I think it's easy. I didn't really realize how good and how wide the breadth of instance content was in in uh, Final Fantasy fourteen until we, you know, a few weeks ago did Shinryu Extreme. When we did that, I was like, oh, shit, Final Fantasy fourteen has got hands. Like, they have challenged, real true challenges to throw at me. Because uh, be, uh, for me, I was aware of the other things that people come to Final Fantasy fourteen for. This is this is a metaverse for a lot of people. A lot of people, this is their social virtual space that they go to hang out in. They go to show off. They go to flex. They go to hang out with their friends. Like that 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 was that's a, been a thing for a while for me in the past. It's a thing for Fortnite for a shit ton of players right now. Uh, but Final Fantasy fourteen has that too, and I already kind of knew and understood that. Uh, you know, I knew that you know, the people just think everything's gorgeous or pretty or hot or thirsty or whatever. There's a million different reasons you might come to this game. But 
and 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 I knew people were interested in the story, and I was just like, eh, I don't know if I care or not, because because I I have no frame of reference. But the story did really get its hooks in me at a time where uh, another MMO that used to have that I used to care about the story was was falling off for me personally. And then on, and then when I once I found out that 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 gameplay content was there at a level that excites and challenges me, that's when like. Yeah, I, t- I think I talked about it on stream last night. I think I really liked the game for the whole time I've been doing this. But after Shinryu Extreme, I officially love the game. There's a cadence of the trailers and marketing materials that is very different for Final Fantasy. Like from the outside, you know, you see the king stand up in a robe and be like, we'll all be destroyed by the threat. And you're like, and then the camera does like this and like, then it flies across the world. And there's like, you know, a giant bee attacking a city. And you're just like, what am I buying? (laughs) You would need some level of buy-in. You need some level of understanding of pre-knowledge, I think to get a lot out of these cinematics and to understand them as like an advertisement vessel for you to look at like a Shadowbringers trailer, peer on your television and be like, I want to play that. you have no frame of reference for what's cool, what's going on. So I think there is some difficulty. And then A Realm Reborn, when you first get in the game, hits you with Fellowship of the Rings. Like Hobbit-level quests, which you appreciate Fellowship of the Ring more when you've seen Return of the King. That's a really like, good way to put it. All the fonts are exploding all the time. And you're like, wow, how do we get here? This is, this we, is a little nuts. Do do and then at the end of it, you love the characters. So you can't wait to go back to fellowship so that you can see them at peace and you can see right. their friendships uh, in their, in the budding stage. And yeah, no, well said, man. Well, freaking said. Yeah. Yeah. No. And at the risk of scooping ourselves, cause we're going to do eventually a video dedicated to the Shadowbringer cinematic. That cinematic, I think, is a really good example of what I'm talking about, how like you need pre-knowledge to, I think, really get something out of these these advertising pieces of media for Final Fantasy XIV. And that one, I think, is a really good 50-50 split, where if you're really into the story, there's a lot there for the story. But if you're also just kind of into the gameplay side of things and like the fact that this game in an MMO and part of what's unique about it just allows you to switch what class you are at the drop of a hat, that's a part of the cinematic. So like half of the half of that cinematic is just hype for the gameplay of the game. And if you but you still need to know about that because I, I didn't understand. I'd like someone at one point in a passing comment was like, it doesn't really matter what you play. And I was like, that's I don't think I'm going to play this game. So I don't care. Uh, thanks for telling me uh, like I didn't absorb it. But now that I get it, I really enjoyed that cinematic. And I like now I understand it. Now I understand why there's so much excitement for that piece of media, because I now have experienced enough of the game to get something out of it. So it's, it's interesting. It's a, I love thinking about why I was so closed off to this game. I love thinking about like why seeing this game from the outside did not intrigue me and why I'm having so much fun with it now. And I'm, I like thinking about that disconnect. And it, I, I think it, the, the easy explanation is that at the end of the day, the game is a slow burn and I don't think there's any way around it. But I think if you come to it when you're ready to take on a slow burn, I think you're going to have a good time. Very true. Yeah. I think we've, in the end, we often over villainize this particular aspect of wow, because they went for that story part of it. And that's why we are always making comparisons, right? Like for me, it was the horn from 
was it Hades? Not Hades that Sylvanas got a hold of, but she got the horn of Helia. She had Helia's oh, horn. Oh, yeah. was it a horn? I don't remember. And she was going to be like in control of the Valkyries maybe because of that, but it never clearly connected for me. And with Final Fantasy, it was something I tried in 2018 and fell off because the promises weren't fulfilled yet. Like I, it, it was one piecing at the time, if you will. Like this was a game that was claiming I'm going to go forever. And you go, okay, is can I watch like one episode? And people are like, yeah, sure. Okay. So you're going to do one through 10. Cause you got to have that for one piece, but then skip to 50. Cause like everything in between, I'm not, I don't actually know. Episode numbers, but no. <laughs> do, like, you know do not like, quote these numbers. Yeah, yeah. But do 50 through 56. <laughs> and then like, like people will tell you, go watch sword art online, but stop at like episode 16. And it's true. Like just stop. I, I think it's more like eight or something, but like, just put it away and just be done and walk away for good. Uh, when Shadowbringers came out and John was like, it's really good. You need to play it. It wasn't until Endwalker came out and it was like, hey, they finished their story that I went, is it good? And they went, yes. And I can go, okay, I can invest because of Game of Thrones, because of World of Warcraft. Like we had a lot of properties, uh, even Marvel to me is doing a lot of this. Like I, I, I'm having trouble following their fifth phase, how this works. I, I, it always kind of bothers me when like Batman's working really hard and Superman could be right there, like blowing this all up and saving the day. So when you start multiversing your heroes, I kind of go, oh. Well, at least they killed off some of their major heroes. <laughs> like, so there's... Yeah, that's a... Yeah. Like, a lot of the big players, you're just like, okay, well, I mean, they're literally gone. Um, and, yeah, and, there's room in the world. Yeah, for, and some of the newer, more powerful ones, they are powerful at a cosmic level. So the, the, the universe is a large place. So you're like, yeah, they're probably busy with space war. Like... I think they've done an okay job with that. Like I'm with it, you. I, I don't. Up. I don't. I don't think post Endgame MCU has a very. I don't think it has a lot of identity. Like it has a really nebulous through line. Like I really don't know where we're what we're hurtling towards. Other than I looked at a logo wall and I know what movies are coming out, but but um, but it's fine. I'm I am enjoying individual entries in in, in that way. So like to me, like you don't need. I don't need to have that much trust if I'm enjoying the piecemeal that's coming out, but I, I see where you're coming from. Point is, um, it's a major milestone in our journey through this game, and the game keeps living up to the hype, I guess, is the is the point. And it's that potential that makes that new city we walked into interesting, because what what could happen here? What is on the horizon? And... For me, it's the verification that everything I see can be important, right? Like Sylvanas' Horn of Helia, you start to go, well, I'm not going to pay too much attention. And then you slowly lose interest because you start not paying attention. It was like, a lantern, still... by the way. Was it a lantern it that she got? All, all, the, all the sweeter, like sweet. You did it. Uh... <laughs> I think she needed to... I think she needed better control of the Valkyrie because she wanted to create new Forsaken because their numbers were dwindling because they weren't able to reproduce, which was interesting, but that they didn't really That's an do, interesting idea. They didn't do much with it. I thought she was like summoning death artifacts and that's why she was able to like break the crown, the ice crown, but like that didn't really seem connected. That's, that's a pretty big jump. The lantern was in Legion and now you're you're in the beginning of Shadowlands. Well, that's something else I can, just the time of payoff being too far and extreme right? oh yeah yeah dude i'll never forgive them for like starting to make jaina interesting and then like two expansions which is no jaina yeah it's like i'm so, wait what i'm sorry did we forget did we forget about jaina wanting to like murder the whole horde that was really interesting why are we okay we're just oh we're not gonna 
We're not going to do anything with. Okay. All right. I'm not being contrarian. Like I really believe like it was there. It was almost there in BFA, like early BFA. They were moving those cogs. Finally, they were finally yeah, starting to address. Yeah, Jane, was, it was really. I, I enjoyed more of BFA than I didn't. I think BFA gets a bit of a bum rap. I do not think Shadowlands gets a bum rap. I really just horribly disappointed by the expansion. While we're kind of in the conversation, did you check out Guild Wars that just went up on Steam, I guess? That, you, so there's a big many, surge of Guild Warsery. How many hours do you think I have in a week? Well, you know, enough to be interested in Disney Dreamlight Valley. So. I checked out Guild Wars 2 when it originally <laughs> released. That's the last time I checked out Guild Wars 2. Okay. Guild Wars 1 was my first. I use MMO with heavy quotations because Guild Wars 1 is not an MMO. But uh, I did play Guild Wars 1 before I played World of Warcraft. So, yeah, I, I, I see I see Guild Wars 2 is, is having a, a big moment right now, and I've never heard a bad thing about Guild Wars 2. Everyone no, I know I that heard... plays it loves it. Yeah. There's a lot of um, transition there from Wildstar players, I think, because of the dodgy active mechanics mm. they were adding during that cycle of things, right? Like, oftentimes in any, you know, gaming property, but certainly World of Warcraft, you can see kind of what the pet project was of the team and what they were trying to invest in. Same with, you know, final fantasy as well. We're, we're going through it at a different pace. You know, like we artificially played patch to patch through Stormblood, but you really can't capture like, Oh, like they were trying to figure out that spin mechanic thing we saw last night. How's that going to through line through? That's just, because I find game design fascinating. Mm. Just very good boss fights in, in 14. So, but, but yeah, uh, I'm having a good time with it. I'm looking forward to, to moving forward. Uh, but we've, we've got, we got some content to make before we do that. We got some videos Definitely. to put together. We got some videos to put together, but yeah, I would, uh, I would expect we'll probably keep talking about uh, final fantasy on the show. So, uh, when we do, you'll hear that lovely bumper. I really just spent so much time on. <laughs> you want to wrap, wrap things up with a question or two? Absolutely. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Feedback at startgrindinggear.com is where you can send your emails if you want to, uh, you know, ask a question, get it on the show, or if you are supporting us, whether it is on our Patreon or over on our, uh, if you're a YouTube member, you you have access to the member and Patreon only chat channels in our Discord, and there's a dedicated channel for questions in there. Kendrick, gonna start us off today, says uh, wants to know: Do you feel like the big community gatherings, like uh, this is a Final Fan? All our questions are Final Fantasy fourteen related today, by the way. Sure, we I just did that big big stream, so yeah. understandable. We just you know kind of wait this one in a fantasy direction, uh, but uh, wants to know if we feel that the big community gatherings, like people at the Rising Sands or chasing us around the Crystarium. Uh, are impacting our enjoyment of the story at all. Uh, Kendrick says, I know you said that it adds to the overall experience of the game, and I definitely get that, but I wonder if it makes it harder to enjoy the story parts because there, there's always so many people crowding around stuff. Usually, when the big important story bits are going off, you're in a instanced area anyway. Right. Uh, that was... That was my complaint with some... We, we Most games kind of moved into cinematics, Uh Back in the day, a lot of MMOs were trying to keep the open world going and you would have, you know, someone teabagging Thrall while you were talking to him. And it was very upsetting. <laughs> but the in things any that sort of, people did to baby Anduin, I, I'll never forgive you. The I'll never forgive you. The game does take you to a special location whenever you are doing kind of special warrior of light or story thing. So I've never felt like I've had to tell people to stop. I did become slightly nervous 
actually during that very test stream we talked about earlier because uh, I had my bit rate up. We we'd fixed my driver, so I wanted to load my machine. Like every time I was in Limsa, we would crash because that driver was bad on my Ethernet port. So I, I was like, come on, let's do it. Like, everybody, start casting spells. Go, go, go. And I was, you know, I was egging them on. I was being like, okay, okay, we're streaming at 7,000 bits, 7,000, 8,000 bits, 9,000, 9,000, 10,000, 10, let's push it, let's push it. More and more spell effects. And someone's like, hey, you can get banned for this. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Because, like, if you were playing on your home computer and you walk in a limb zone, there's like, <laughs> and someone's like, wow, and then like someone's blue just screen. trying to craft. Yeah. And you're out um, there dropping them to a slideshow. Exactly. That's that's the only time I've become really nervous about any sort of gathering we've done. Otherwise, they're they're so much fun. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Like in our Discord, people were posting from last night pictures where everyone had loaded. Maybe they were using um, what's the camera app uh, inside the game? What's the G pose? Is it? Is it? I think it's G posing. Is it G posing? Yeah, it's posing. Maybe they were using that to capture more loaded people than normal. But like last night when we entered the city, there was a line of players all the way from where we spawned to the initial crystal. And that, that's a long way. That's a lot, a lot of players. Like, but, it's so but on many our people screens were there. with the character limits, it only looked like they went out a couple yards. And then as you walked, people more and people would load in. I didn't know there was a way to see more people. Yeah, somebody like we, someone captured the full line. Maybe don't so out, we, out, out, maybe maybe don't out them. Maybe maybe that's I'm, a, not, I'm not going to say their name. You know, maybe it is a secondary something that allows you to load more. Um, I don't know if that would affect the server. So that might be. I, I, I don't I see no how it'd be malicious, but I don't. I'm not sure. Anyway, um, yeah. So the, there are character limits on our screens as the streamer to even see everybody gathered, which. You know, it, understandable uh this game is very 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 concerned about server load and i think it's a very polite thing for them to do like they kick you out of instances if you're in there for over 10 minutes when it's over if you're hanging out and one doing a raid for over an hour like there's forced forced rest in some way there but it's also just a heavy concern about their player base and that polite atmosphere of hey don't take this for yourself please leave and come back for everyone's sake. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, to answer the question, no, I, um, I, I think it's pretty damn charming <laughs> when folks are hanging out. It, it doesn't bother me all that much. Because like I said, like the really big stuff, like there was some really big stuff last night where we were instanced into essentially a, a uh, an outpost. Yeah, and yeah, it was just me. It was just me and my main story characters. So anytime I feel like it would be intrusive, I feel like the game kind of covers it. And like that lived in thing I was talking about earlier, when I log in, you know, at midnight, you know, when everyone's abed, I go to my inn, I start my inventory, I wander around town, I watch the bard show, like it, it adds to the flavor. So that's like the streamer world that I'm a part of. But oftentimes when I'm just chilling, like, you know, I see some people in the free company house, people pass me, they give me a wave, like that's fun. But it's not a constant experience because I have so many different experiences. No one's no one's tagging along or being like, hey, what are you up to, Kyle? As I fly by and I'm doing, you know, level four hunting quests to level up, you know, my new job I got. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally fine with it. I think it's fun. 
Uh, Erethane uh, wants to know, said, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on the Evil East raids as a whole now that you're done with them. Is that going to be an upcoming video or should I just ask you in a stream? Uh, well, it's here, which is a bit of a hat tip already. <laughs> well, we made a video about Evil East and how we thought the raid design took a huge jump up. Yeah. Uh, and so, that, and that was based on my thoughts. That was on the first that was based off the first wing. That was based so on advanced past that like time passed. They I think it was a steady improvement through with really interesting mechanics. But to me, that video kind of encapsulates what I found interesting about Evil East, which was the raid design and its advancements from Heaven's Ward. Yeah. However, we did have a talk because we thought we were going to do another video for Evil East, uh, you know, to show you how the sausage is made. Um, but then we uh, we kind of decided against it and uh, came down to we didn't really like the story. <laughs> It was long. It was it was perhaps the biggest example of being inside the fandom with the Final Fantasy Tactics kind of tie-in. Mm. At no point was it uninteresting. And I really like the exchange that you would have as a player of, let's do this wing, everyone get ready, go do your solo quest, go you know, put on your glams, you know, all the sort of setup stuff I love about you know getting your potions ready for raid night kind of stuff. All that kind of story quest thing would be quite fun. Uh, but as for what the story told or encapsulated, it didn't go far enough for me to want to report on it. Like I would have loved, I would have loved that that play was more tongue in cheek. Like it would have been more um, uh, like, uh, like the play in Avatar Last Airbender was, right? Mm, where they, yeah, yeah. they really up the production value. You know, I got important moon business to do. Like, just like lay into yourself about what you just made. Uh, <laughs> but instead, pretty self serious. And as such, there wasn't really much to talk about. Yeah. It was an experience. So, I mean, I've, I'll level with you. Uh, so far, my least favorite characters in all of Final Fantasy XIV. I think they're uh, highly unlikable and uninteresting. If I'm if I'm gonna be uh, honest about how I'm feeling about it, and and when I kind of came to that realization, I was like, I don't think I want to make a video about that. I don't think I want to because because we already made a video talking about how awesome the raid was, and we could make another video um, talking about how much we enjoyed the mechanics and the fights and the and the scenery of the other two wings. Um, but it started to just the, the more we kind of tried to mold that ball of clay, the more it felt like a repeat of the first video, even though it was about additional content. It kind of felt like a retread because. Um, we were like, we were, we expected we would layer on a, a story conversation in there. And if we had gone down that road, it would, probably would have been me explaining why I really don't care for the story of Evil East. Well, and the raids were really fun, but we covered that in the first video is ultimately yeah, kind of the, the through line there. There may be a day where we revisit it, uh, perhaps to compare it to others, or if we ever do a wall of raids, that'd be really fun to crunch up those bosses and and see what they're each made of i think it was a really fun design I, I had a lot of fun on the streams yeah that that too um our teams were too good we didn't struggle enough with the bosses so i personally don't feel like i have a very good understanding of the fights yeah which yeah. That, that's hard to like kind of, uh, control we don't we don't know we don't do any for the sake of the stream we try and keep it going and we just you know we just throw teams together and go um but this this is the this is the first time all this kind of came around where I was like, oh, I, you know, I don't really, I don't know the fights well enough to speak to them. I don't feel knowledgeable enough, and uh, yeah, story story really kind of kind of left me wanting. Should Definitely we throw not for more, more story. Chat? Sorry, what was that? 
Should we throw more often, says chat? No, like, uh, that that's the fascinating thing about some of the raid design. And I see a lot in the chat, like, a healer's carry. And they did. But that's also what they're there to do. So, like, when the <laughs> healers are amazing, you don't lose because they're, like, limit-breaking at the right time or resing a lot. And that, that means other aspects are going well at the same time. Like, the DPS aren't being hit so much that the healers can't take to the time to res scrubs like us in there. So everything is interwoven in a way. The tank's doing well, so the healers are healing less, so you have time to res the people like us who are dying a lot to mechanics they don't understand. And there's uh, an energy and through line that that allows the co-op game experience, particularly in a 24-man raid, to keep going. Like, you don't want to take 24 people and frustrate them. That's going to be a bad time. Yeah, because we don't... You have 24 chances for someone to crack and ruin it for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, you can't, but we wouldn't, even if you could, do, like, pug nights for, like, extreme 24-mans. So, <laughs> it's not something I would want to really do. Um, but, yeah, like to, and to clarify, like, I feel we've definitely been carrying in other fights, but I still feel like I left knowing why I died and had to get rezzed. But there were multiple times, especially in the, uh, the final two wings where I died, and I was just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. We cleared it, but I have no idea what the hell just happened. <laughs> well, there's also the uh, King of Thundery Tail Smacks. Whatever. Was he named Sid? Like King Sid or something along those oh, lines? Oh, you're talking about the Thunder God? Yeah, yes. the Thunder Dude. Yeah. Yeah, that fight was like, awesome, and I understood very little of it. Right, but it was understandable in the uh, visual sense. Like, I will now slam here. This will now explode here. I'm going to spin here. I'm going to take you all to an awesome dimension and fight you there for a little bit. All that was understandable, but we didn't understand the nitty gritty of it to dissect it as anything more than that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> so that was cool. Oh, that, that, that's the video. That's the video. It was really cool. <laughs> it was really cool. I got no hate for Ivalice. Yeah, no, not at all. If I if I run it more and I start to, you know, understand the nuance better, I'll, I'll never say never to a future video by any means. But uh, where it where it fell in our current uh, our current content calendar, we just kind of felt like it'd be too much of a retread and we would probably avoid talking about the story because we don't want to don't want to focus on something that we uh, we didn't have a particularly great time with. So, yeah. There you go, I think. And then uh, closing us out, Baggins Wolf asked actually in chat, wanted to know, uh, said, hey, Garrett, I know you've mentioned playing some older Final Fantasy games. Are you planning on streaming any of that? And how old do you plan to go? The thought has come to my mind many times that if I go to play other Final Fantasy games, maybe I should probably consider streaming that because it sounds like there might be some crossover interest with our audience. Sure. Um, Makes sense. Which is why I haven't really started. Uh, I, I barely cracked the surface of uh, Final Fantasy XII. Um, that was gifted to me by a, a personal friend who just showed up. This, a Switch copy just showed up in my mail, like, no warning. I'm like, who sent me this? And found out who. Uh, so I barely scratched the surface of that. And uh, I really like the look of it. And already kind of am digging on the story and the characters. I find the combat weird as hell. Because it's kind of tab targety, but it's a single player game. It's tactics. Weird. No, Final Fantasy twelve. Oh, right. The, yeah, you're. This in is like also an Evilise. Don't get confused. But yeah, because yeah. tactics okay. is Evilise and twelve is Evilise. Okay, but um, yeah, that, that's that weird hybrid time period after ten they went for. 
which I feel like a lot of people have enjoyed in the Redone 7. I've been hearing good things. Oh, yeah, it looks good. I want to play that on the PS5 on my big TV. If I stream that, I'm going to have to figure out how to stream from my living room because I want to play that on the couch. That thing looks gorgeous. Um, Get all and, set up, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I have the most interest in revisiting 10 because it was the only one I played and I didn't beat it. And I'm kind of in the mood for a turn base. Um, so 10's the one I want to go play the most right now. Because it's like the one that got away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Um, I hear a lot of dumping on 10, but I think it was the most popular version. I mean, this is like, you know, someone say it's probably kind of more along the lines of saying like, oh, I'm so excited for Captain America. And someone being like, well, you didn't read the old comics or watch the old movies, so you don't get to enjoy the new one. So these might not be good opinions that I've digested, but 10 it often has this weird stigma because people like it, but it wasn't the final fantasy that, people want to have elevated the one that people played the most. Mm. Uh, that, that, that's fair. I'm, yeah, I, I, I don't really know where I would draw a line on the old stuff. I am not against sprite-based graphics at all. I, I really like sprites. I, you know, I grew up. I'm, I'm of the age where you know, sprite-based games are the first things I ever freaking played. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of open to whatever. My personal interest right now, I'd like to see 10, to, 10 through because... I have a history with it, but I never beat it. Uh, what I've seen people play the older Final Fantasy games with like speed or auto battling. That seems kind of fun. I don't know if that's emulator kind of stuff that they're doing to the game on top of it. Um, Final Fantasy like, 12 on Switch has a speed up built in. There's just a dedicated button to just like run at double speed. I think that that sounds if I wanted to go through the old, old games, that would be very, very helpful, particularly if I'm having to grind out a few levels. Yeah. Can just auto battle that for me. Yeah, a- abs- absolutely. I think that's just that's with the solid. passage of time. I like, don't think I'd want auto battle on for the whole time. I think I'd like to do no. boss fights and whatnot. Yeah. You know, myself. But, but sensibilities change. We don't we uh, and we're also, you know, adults. So like when you own a game, you don't 100 percent it because that's your game and love it or else. Or else you get nothing, you know, if we <laughs> if we don't like a game like God of War, you know, I, I paid full price for God of War and then I beat it and I said, I'm done because yeah. I had other things to play. There's more to do, but you don't you don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah. The, the only game I've 100 percented in recent memory is the new Spider-Man game just because I enjoyed it so much. Yeah, that, I, I can't remember. I stare I, at that thing often. I cannot remember the last time I 100 percented a game. I saw a mod where someone put in Shrek so you could swing around. Oh, Shrek. people have been modding living shit out of the game now that it's on PC. The, the one it I saw was really Kermit, good. which was really funny. Kermit? Yeah. That's good. Like Muppet body with like the, the flat elbows. Yeah. Kermit. Yeah. It looks hilarious. I would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll beat it first if I ever play it because I want to. Um, Actually, currently I'm debating whether or not it's something. I, I know it's a little more dark. I don't know how hard it goes. Like if it's I haven't looked at the rating yet, but I'm kind of like, ooh, I could my spy, uh, my son got super into Spider-Man, so I could, I could web swing in front of him, like I press buttons. Like that might be a fun dad thing to do. Trying to think, uh, I've been eyeing that. Trying to think if there's stuff in it that's scary. Is Venom in it? Is Venom? No, he was the teaser for the next one. Is that one not out yet? No, it's okay. like I think it's two. Is it Spider-Man two? Isn't that what they're calling it? But Miles and Peter are both in it, and if you go watch the trailer, the teaser is Venom. Mm, man 
That, that's the one that's like the good spooky right now in the house because he'll be like <gasps> Venom, but then he'll just watch it. Like he freaking loves Venom. I mean, I, I don't blame him, man. That's that was me and Aliens as a kid, man. I yeah. saw Alien way too young. I'll, I'll pass on that for a few years. But I yeah, loved but, it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Alien when I was seven, and Alien shortly after. Like it was the first thing. It was the first time in my entire life I felt scared, but I liked what I was watching. Yeah. It's it's yeah. the first it's the first time I ever understood that you could enjoy being scared. But holy oh, shit, man, that thing scarred me. I had nightmares. Don't 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 do even. I think I turned out okay. Don't show your seven year old alien. No, I'm not coming to no no no. The eighties, the eighties was a time. I wouldn't recommend and, it. <laughs> and I think too, just the practical effects of things were just more scary. I agree. Then. I agree. Just, there was a realness to all that KY jelly on the thing that just was different. The, the, the thing, I, yeah, I think still has some of the most terrifying, grotesque effects I've ever seen in anything, and it's practical. Um, not to say that, yeah, I, the war against CG annoys me. I'm like, no, 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 there's, there's good CG, there's bad CG, and there's everything right. in between. Right. I, I mean, I rewatched Fellowship of the Ring uh, this week because I was like, well, I just don't like the first episode. Let's go watch <laughs> Fellowship of the Ring for a bit. And, you know, like, the cave, um, Moria looking a little rough. Yeah. Honestly. Moria there looks a little, quite, the, I think the Balrog still looks really good. The Balrog does look fire plastics. Like I watched, um, Batman Lego this week. Holy shit. That's beautiful. Yeah. Dude, the Lego movies are fantastic. That's all CG. I was so sad. I was so sad. There was no stop motion. Cause they do such a good job in capturing that pacing, but Man, that was like honestly one of the most beautiful movies I've seen in years. So so well done. Did you see the first one, the actual just Lego movie? Yeah, well, everything is awesome yeah. and all that sort of yeah, thing. It was yeah. fun as yeah. hell, man. It's a good yeah. movie. Uh, Lego Batman. I forgot about that. I really like that movie. It's funny as hell. It's got some good jokes. Yeah, I feel like that. You you would like you. I think you'd like the first season of Harley Quinn if you like Lego Batman. It's very. It's similar sense of humor, even though. Harley Quinn is like very much R-rated. We'll see. I, Castlevania was also overhyped for me. I need to like give that a few years because like oh, I, I that tried to watch good. it. And it's just like I'm gonna drop the f bomb. I'm so edgy. I'm like, what? It, oh, it, it, to so me, good. it was like watching Critical Role with too many f bombs, and I was just oh, like, I'm so I'm a little. Oh, it's like, so I, good though, Kyle. I came in, I'm a shit vampire. Oh, and I'm gonna so say the good. f word, and then oh, I'm gonna. You're wrong. But I'm oh. in love with you, but I drink blood because I'm sad. Like, oh. I just oh, it's so, give me some God, time. It's the best. It's, give me it is, it's the best happens. emo media of the last five years. It's amazing. This happens. I excitedly showed Kristen the fifth element in college, but it had been built up for years and years. And, you know, I couldn't deliver. Um, now, you know, I used happen. to I used to think I used to be like, OK, that makes sense. But now that I've been friends with you for so long, you get. You, you get overwarped by the smallest, most pathetic amount of hype. Of that is why I'm off Twitter. I, I don't want to be warped. That's why I don't do it if anymore. Anything. If like you could think person leaving a movie theater could be like, I liked that. You'd be like, oh, I'm not seeing that now. And then we entered the spoiler verse <laughs> where instead of saying what you're talking about, you just like at, at 11 p.m. You tweet out, oh, my God, that was great. And I'm just like, oh, What? 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 I'm supposed. Oh, I'm supposed to be like in the know and watching all it's the, the TV. It's the point and of t- Twitter. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> then go Can't to Insta- it. Then go to Facebook. Get, build, build me a drop. Build me a drop. The, the, the Kyle hates Twitter drop. You, you Each just show. Go this to my Facebook, segment. Grandpa. We're still in the same question. Not we we can do another. Not even on Facebook. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Anyways.
<laughs> yeah, I'll probably play some old Final Fantasy games and I'll probably stream them. That will probably not happen until next year. Gotta yeah, get we got job. We got jobs to level. Um, if I, we didn't, that'd be good content while I'm while I'm gone. I just registered Maybe for leave. my graduation day, Kyle. I'm going to go graduate. I'm going to actually show yeah. up and like put on a cap. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're gonna. I'm only three hours away. I figured, why not? Shake some hands. Yeah. I need to put this still, to bed. I need to watch this. This I need to watch school be lowered into the ground. <laughs> I need closure. This has been this has been some this has been a couple of years. So yeah. Anywho, I think that brings us to an end. Uh, thank you again so much for listening, everybody. Huge big shout out to our badass patrons supporting us on Patreon. Uh, you can go there by visiting supportourbromance.com. Yes, that is a domain I purchased and forwarded to our Patreon. If you're like, I don't trust that, uh, it's patreon.com slash Garrett and Kyle. It's, you know, if you're for one of those, but support our bromance.com. Go check it out. Um, also, thank you to our, our recent patrons. You got some music for me, Kyle, to play us out? I do. You play us out? Oh, there it is. If you went up and signed over to support us on our Patreon, we cannot thank you enough. Uh, but if you signed up this week, we will thank you by name. So, Kat, thank you for becoming a patron. Sam N. Thank you. Sarah. No last name given. Just Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Trisha R. Thanks, Trisha. That was rad. And Nathan H. We appreciate it. Thanks for signing up this week. And of course, there's a very special level of patrons that we thank each and every episode. Our legendary level backers. Thank you. Sean B. Mike R. Zero Lambda. Stephen J. Ross A. And Wyra E. Really appreciate it. If you want to support us, Patreon is the best way to do so. So support our bromance.com. Go check that out. And uh, yeah, we've got plenty of levels with various perks for you. And we're going to get together after the show and have a little spoiler chat about Rings of Power and throw that up for patrons. So before we go, you can find me on Twitter at Garrett Art. Kyle is at Kyle Ferguson. And you can follow the account for all of our content at Garrett and Kyle. That's right. That's a real Twitter. You can go follow right now. But of course, subscribe to youtube.com slash TV to see our main YouTube channel. We live stream the podcast there. We do our live streams for Final Fantasy 14 there. And we have new uploads every Wednesday. Links to everything are on there. Just go to youtube.com slash TV. So, anywho, we will see you next Thursday. Are we getting close enough that I need to start warning that unless a child is born, we will see you next no. Thursday? No, we, we have... When, uh, we have nine nine weeks before we got to start giving those warnings. Ah, uh, so. nine weeks of, of nine leeway. Weeks. Nine weeks yes. of leeway. Yes. We will let you know. We'll let you know. Wonder. That's going to be here so fast. That feels like it's so Yeah. Far oh, away. yeah. It's no, not. it's booking. It it's is booking. not. Oh, yeah. Anyways, until next time, everybody. GG. Take care. <laughs>